Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of Home Away from Dome. This week we're focusing on Season 2, Episode 7 of uh, Under the Dome. <laughs> uh, specifically, Episode Going Home. And you'll never guess what happens in this episode. So let's just dump, uh, let's dump straight in. Jeez, what a rough start. Only, how far am I in? 28 seconds. Well, I can't go back and restart now, so let's just get into the theme song. Home. Away. From. Dome. All right. Hey, everybody. So, it's a very special episode of uh, Under the Dome. Uh, this is the episode, which I believe for the first time since season one, episode one, that we're going to leave the dome. Uh, I guess I guess you could count the season premiere of this episode. You know, there's perspective shots outside of the dome, but our main cast has been trapped inside the dome uh, for the past 17 days, it seems like, which is uh, really not that tough, but whatever. Like, imagine, just, just going back to the old uh, COVID comparisons here, currently, if you contact somebody with covid you need to self-isolate for 14 days currently the town of chester's mill has only needed to isolate for 17 days and they could go anywhere in their town so i don't know it seems like they've sort of made a mountain out of a molehill but whatever anyway i'm getting a bit too far ahead of myself there's a lot of stuff that happens in this episode uh, outside of uh leaving the town so let's uh, dive in so the episode starts, uh, Barbie's in bed with Julia. Um, they have such a great relationship. Uh, and he, he's a bit, you know, he's a bit anxious, a bit worked up about the fact that he saw Sam jump off a cliff down to a bottomless pit of despair. Um, fun fact about this. So even though everybody knows it's like a weird magical pit that has no bottom, that you can't see it, that no, no physical way to see the bottom of this pit, um, and, you know, they're in a magic dome. Nobody has considered the fact that it's bottomless. They're all just like, falling from that height, he's got to be dead. So, even though you might be thinking, well, maybe maybe he didn't die. Maybe it's like a special, like, portal. Maybe Sam, you know, jumped into it with the hope of that it doesn't kill him, which he did and made clear to Barbie. But everybody's like, no, he's just, he's dead, straight up dead. And he admitted to killing Angie? He said a lot of things. It's crazy. Anyway, uh, Barbie and Julia, they have a quick chat about that. Um, also, Barbie is like, he's just so gross right now. Like, he has all these, like, cuts over his face. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe some of them are scabbed over, but, like, it feels like he should have a Band-Aid on or something. Maybe, like, bandages. Um, but no, he's just going to go to bed in Julia's sheets, get them all bloody and gross. Whatever. <laughs> I think the reason they do this is because they want him to look that way later, but, like... I don't know, I just feel bad for Julia. No way Barbie's the one doing the laundry at this house. Um, and then the the four dome kids, they actually had a sleepover, because uh, last episode they were looking at Zenith, and uh, I guess they all just decided to sleep in the same room. Um, Junior stayed up all night because he's a creepy weirdo, um, sort of an Edward Cullen type of vibe. Knowing Lyle's out there wanting to kill us kept me awake. You stayed up to keep us safe. Melanie's just like, oh, my hero. Uh, to be fair, she has a type, you know, she used to date Sam, and Sam's also a weirdo, so it adds up. Um, so the, don't, the, the egg last week showed as the obelisk in Zenith. Um, they call it an obelisk. I think I'd been calling it a tower. 
uh, Melanie's like, Why would it show us something from my hometown? Your hometown is Barbie's hometown. That has to mean something. I don't know. That felt like a bit of a stretch, but whatever. Uh, Junior and Julia come over and they're just like, hey, just wanted to tell you uh, Sam's dead. Uh, oh, and, and when they show up, of course, Junior pulls a gun on them because he's in crazy protector mode. Whoa! Friendlies. Um, instead of looking through a peephole, he opens the door with the gun pointed at them. Uh, obviously, Junior doesn't believe Barbie, as Barbie's a murderer, hates Sam, doesn't like Junior, <laughs> has killed people in town before, and more importantly, because Sam fell into a bottomless pit, there's no evidence that uh, he's dead. Secondly, there's no evidence that he killed Angie, because the only reason they figured it out were the scratch marks on his chest. No, you're lying. I saw the scratches that she left on him. And once I knew, he jumped off of a cliff at the end of the tunnel. No, no, that, that's, that's not true. I'm sorry, Junior. I'm just supposed to believe you? You don't know my uncle. And to be honest, um, it's nice that Julia believes Barbie so much. I mean, Barbie does have motive to just pin Sam on stuff because Sam was getting close to Julia, but whatever. Junior is unconvinced, so Barbie's like, we gotta go back into the tunnels. Um, I, I get that that like you know they want to get good proof but it's also like junior is surprisingly defensive of his uncle who at the beginning of the season he said lines like i haven't seen him in a decade like it didn't seem particularly close or that he liked him but then after sam got him drunk and almost smothered him to death with a pillow they're like bffs um Barbie and Big Jim, you know, they're still sparring. Uh, Big Jim's definitely in a bad place right now. And Barbie's, you know, he's the first man of town. So the the shoe's sort of in uh, Barbie's court. That's a saying now. You gonna tell me what you're doing or you're just gonna keep me guessing? Come on, Barbie. Tell me to find out one way or another. Look, the whole reason I got into trouble in the first place yesterday is that I wasn't fully equipped to explore the tunnels. Figured I'd go back, I'd do it right, I'd see what I see. Gonna tell me what you find? Oh yeah. Yeah, you're the first to know. Eventually Rebecca, Julia, and Barbie go back to the cliff that Barbie and Sam were chilling on all episode last time. Uh, Rebecca's like, No, I don't understand it. This laser pointer never reaches the far side, and even stranger, my compass is spinning. It says we're facing every direction at once. I, I don't know how she would have checked if the laser hit pointer hits the bottom. It didn't really make sort of looks the same as if it disappears into the void to me, but whatever. Uh, eventually Barbie decides to spelunk on down there, uh, but then the bottomless void starts pulling him in and... The darkness, I think I'm getting closer to it. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa, hey! You guys messing with the rope? No, we didn't touch it. Okay, well something just pulled me. Oh my God, the anchor's coming. Barbie! Barbie! I've got the rope! You need to climb! Julia! Julia, let go of the rope! The hell I will. Ah! If we don't let go, we'll go over too! Julia! Barbie! Don't you dare! I got you! I love you, Julia! I can pull you up! Barbie cuts the rope and uh, just so Julia won't get dragged down with him. And yeah, Barbie's straight up dead. Once again, they don't even put forward the aid the fraction of a belief that it's a bottomless pit that maybe goes somewhere. No, he's straight up dead. Dead as a doornail. The emotion coming from Julia, who like two days ago or two episodes ago was like basically like, don't talk to me, Barbie. Like, get out of here. We're done. 
can't even speak to you right now but she just oh my god i'm sure we have some good clips for audio for julia's reaction here barbie can you hear me barbie say something julia barbie julia barbie say something damn you like this is the greatest love story of our time like the highs the lows 17 days that's and that's just since they met i think they probably got together maybe a weekend so geez louise just wild um Meanwhile, Junior walks around a bit. I don't think much happened in this scene. Uh, he's just asking Melanie, like, do you think my uncle killed people? Do you think he's capable of murder? The Sam I used to know was sweet and kind. But now I don't know. What do you think? We trusted him. How could my own uncle murder Angie? Uh, Big Jim wanders in. Hey, guys. I just want to jump in and talk a little bit more about Big Jim in this episode. After you watch the episode, it seems like Big Jim's just doing his weird creepy guy thing. But once I started really looking into all the Big Jim scenes as a whole, I realized that Big Jim's whole episode consists of not knowing what's going on, skulking around town, being in the right place at the right time, trying to overhear information like in this scene, or, you know, trying to goad it out of other people or intimidate them. That is literally his whole episode until later on he gets info he can use and then he starts doing things. So I just want you to watch for those moments. The first obviously was him and Barbie were uh, talking and he was trying to get information out of Barbie and he was unsuccessful, but this time he overhears the kids and finds out about Sam. So this is part two. Uh, there's gonna be a few more and I'll jump in and uh, take you on the big gym ride this episode. I hear you right. Sam murdered Angie. He tries to tell Junior that he's special, therefore his son is special and they've both been chosen. Hashtag the chosen ones, follow us on YouTube. I say us, it's mostly just me. We're special, Junior. The dome chose me. And you're my son. No, 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 no. Junior, 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 please listen to me. Why do you always have to make everything about you? Joe and Nori have just a rando scene. Uh, not a lot goes on with the kids this episode, honestly. They're just sort of there. Um, I, I, I honestly zoned out during this scene with Joe and Nori, but there was just one great audio line where Joe just says, Where did it come from? Why is it here? What he's talking about are the tunnels that are um, underneath the school that uh, the, the mysterious cave bottomless pit is in. Now, here's the crazy thing. Joe is saying, I don't think these tunnels were here before the dome showed up. And other people are, are like, what? And now a tunnel appears that wasn't here three weeks ago? What do you mean it wasn't there three weeks ago? I lived in Chester's Mill my entire life. The basement underneath the school has always just been a basement. And I'm like, did you guys assume there was a mysterious tunnel that was always in the school basement? And that, like, there was always this magic cliff? Like, that doesn't make any sense. 
I don't know. I thought it was a given that this tunnel was like generated by the dome, but apparently everybody just thought it was always there and just happenstance that the, the dome showed up in a town with mysterious underground caves, but whatever. Uh, Julia spends another day as mayor, basically uh, trying to get Barbie out of a cave. Um, that's basically all she's done as mayor is uh, ditch the town, hang out in a school, and try and get Barbie to uh, get out of whatever cave-related uh, barriers are preventing him from coming back. She's sort of a horrible leader in that way. Uh, um, <laughs> the other way she's a horrible leader is later in the episode, like she she tells nobody that Barbie has died because. Uh, and this is actually a smart move on her. She knows that Big Jim will make a play if Barbie's dead. So she tells Rebecca because Rebecca was there. So she doesn't actually tell her. The only two people she tells, so her second and third in command, basically, are Joe and Nori. Like, who... If, if I voted for Julia to run the town, I would assume that she wasn't relying on teenagers to help make her decisions. I don't know. It's just... That part bugged me. Um, meanwhile, Big Jim uh, basically comes over and is like, oh, I just want to talk to Barbie, you know, <laughs> get some bro time in. And they're like, Barbie's busy. Big Jim's basically mind hunter and just stares at them and figures out instantly that they're lying and then Barbie's uh, something's up. Before I play the clips for this hilarious scene, I just want to point out again that from Big Jim's perspective, he's now gone from figuring out the Sam secret to immediately being called to the school because I guess someone said his name, I don't know, and magically, right as they're talking about him, he walks in and this scene happens. Rebecca, no one can know. You worried about Big Jim. Without Barbie, there's no telling what he'll do. I'll follow your lead, okay? There you are. What do you want, Jim? Well, I want to talk to Barbie, where is he? He's bringing up Sam's body. Oh, well, good man. Um, the tunnel's not safe. Could collapse at any moment. What's wrong, Julie? Are you upset? No. No, it's just the dust. Like she said, it's bad down there. Later on, he goes and talks to Rebecca, intimidates the crap out of her, and Rebecca eventually breaks and says that Barbie's dead. Don't bother with that. <laughs> you know how nosy neighbors can be. And what we have to discuss is no one's business but our own. You made a huge mistake crossing me. The dome chose me to do what it wants. Jim, you're scaring me. Well, maybe you should be scared. I didn't lie to you. Yes, you did. <laughs> so where is he? Barbie. Barbie's dead. So, cat's out of the bag. Now, cat's out of the bag, Barbie's out of the dome. Because, surprise, surprise, the bottomless pit doesn't kill you, of course. Uh, it takes you to Zenith. So Barbie wakes up in a playground in Zenith. Um, and he wanders around, and people are, like, grossed out by his weird bloody face, which is why he went to bed like that, so that it, this scene could happen, but whatever. Uh, the interesting part about this scene is Barbie just starts sort of wandering around, uh, but underneath him, Sam is also here. Uh, and we'll learn later that Lyle is here too. So everybody seems to get dumped out into Zenith. Which is great news uh, if, if Barbie can just tell people that. But whatever, we'll, we'll get there. Sorry, we'll get there this season, hopefully. <laughs> um, Sam is looking to find Pauline, um, his sister, who's in a mental hospital. Uh, he goes up to the front desk and he goes... 
Uh, whereas I'm looking here to see Pauline, I'm her brother. And then the lady goes, I'll get someone to take you up. Take me up. Your sister is in the locked ward. Up? Just like amazed that she's not on the first floor of what's clearly a multi-floor building. I, I didn't get that. She clarifies that that's the locked up ward, but like, I don't think Sam knew that. He never worked in Zenith. He didn't know his sister ever lived here. Uh, maybe he read some sign on the door when he got in, but is it only two floors? I don't know. It felt weird. <laughs> um, so Pauline is in the locked up ward. Uh, she's in art therapy. She's teaching the art class. She seems very well adjusted, honestly. I don't understand why they put her in the worst ward there is, but whatever. Maybe she wants to be there, but it felt weird. <laughs> um... Her and Sam then talk about the dome and stuff. And, like, they're talking just in front of everybody. And, like, I know they're, like, supposed to be in the insane asylum. But at the same time, like, Pauline's there. And she seems totally lucid and totally normal. So, I don't know. It felt weird to just talk about how Sam escaped from the dome and shit like that. You were inside the dome. Did it come down? No. How'd you get out? I'm still trying to figure that out myself. Oh, we have so much to talk about. So Pauline and Sam sort of have a chance to sort of catch up and be like, oh, why'd you do this? Why'd you do that? Pauline is, it gives a very wishy-washy reason for like why she didn't tell Sam about what was going on. How come you didn't tell me that you were gonna fake your own death? Don't you trust me? Of course I trust you. I didn't tell you because I don't trust myself. I was afraid to tell you about my plan because then you'd prevent me from leaving. She then, she clarifies that she told Big Jim all of this stuff. Editor's note, Pauline told Big Jim all about her dome theories, not that she was going to fake her own death. Uh, maybe because he was her husband or whatever, but <laughs> I don't know. It seems like someone you'd probably want to not tell if you were being selective. And also told Lyle, who is the town crazy barber. So I get not telling Sam. I don't get telling Big Jim and Lyle and not Sam. Sorry I ever doubted you. Any sane person would. Guess it's no shock Lyle believed me. I know it was wrong to use him that way, but I needed to stay in contact with someone, and I knew he wouldn't tell anyone. Um, and she still says that she she left Chester's Mill to like save, to 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 because the dome would follow her, and I I just can't believe she went to Zenith. Like it's such a, such a irresponsible move, honestly. Like she's just getting. She would have got more people stuck under the dome. But. Oh, I did all this. To save the town. You, my son, and I was wrong. Uh, so Sam went to see Pauline. Barbie appears to have gone to his house, uh, and he tries to get some money that he stashed behind a painting, and then his old criminal friends come. Welcome home, Barbie. This scene was pretty funny. Uh, Barbie goes to his house, he get, tries to get the money, and he grabs a towel for his wounds, which, as Steve has pointed out, are at least a day old and um, then like 10 guys break down the door and come in with guns and my immediate thought at the time was how did they know he was home have they just been outside hiding somewhere uh, and when we get back to the next scene they answer by saying this I'm worried about you Barbie we've been staking out your apartment where have you been hiding the last three weeks so yeah um, I guess they've just had lookouts for three weeks by his door, which is 
I guess intimidating, but mostly just hilarious. Like, and then later in the scene, they even don't believe Barbie when he says, Would you believe me if I told you I was stuck under the dome? <laughs> if they've looked at the news, I'm sure Barbie was on it. Like, there's a lot of confusion. And it's instantaneous, too. So it's not like they had one guy who was watching the door and who called them. Um, he got home and he was only there for 20 to 30 seconds before they barged in with all 10 guys. So yeah, uh, well worth a watch, this scene. When they beat the crap out of him and they're like, you're gonna go do yeah. the act now, John, you said you would. And if I say no. <sighs> Barbie's like, can you give me a day to get ready? And it's like, no. So they go and do a daylight raid running across yards and crap. Is this really the police? The owner of Action Energy lives here, so shut your mouth. Watch our six. Um, does not go well uh, because Barbie twists it on them. He intentionally enters the panic code onto the lock. What the hell? Uh, and then punches out the guy he was there with. You double-crossing, son of a bitch! Put out your weapon! Okay, hey, easy, easy, right? I can explain all this. Um, because the place they were robbing was actually... Barbie's dad's place. Dale? Is that you? Oh my god, it is you. Hi, Dad. So yeah, it's Barbie's dad. Woo. All, all the exciting stuff this week happens outside the dome, honestly. In Zenith. Um... um Okay, so Juliet then talks to Joe and Nori. Uh, Joe's like, Barbie's gone? Does that mean he's dead? I don't believe it, Julia. The dome wouldn't let anything happen to Barbie. It went crazy when Big Jim tried to hang him, right? Yeah, they, they talk more about the tunnels, and Joe basically is like, I'm going to use a combination of my high school science class robot and a Microsoft tablet, and together we'll solve this mystery. I was president of the school's robotics club, and we made stuff that might help us find exactly what's at the bottom of that cliff. Just, it, it is the two most powerful forces of good on this show, so they've got a good shot. Back in the caves, uh, they get the drone. Uh, it slowly descends down into the pit. Obviously, it it stops communicating and it just falls into the bottomless pit. Hey, we're losing picture. We shouldn't be. Joe, what's happening? I don't know. You better pull it back, Joe. Pull I'm, it back. I'm trying, and it won't come back up. I thought you said you knew how to fly it. I do. Damn it. We've lost the signal. Before it uh, crashes, the or before the connection's lost, they are able to see a flash of a playground. I thought I saw something in that last bright flash and, and rewound the video. That looks like a slide. No, I think it's a playground. Where? I don't know. Oh, my God. The obelisk. Uh, and then the rest of the children come in or something. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and they, they realize that, oh, wow, it's, um, it's, uh, it's a portal to Zenith. What is this? It's Zenith. That's where the obelisk is. Does that mean? There could be a way out of the dome. Not just that. Barbie could be alive. If he found a way out, maybe he'll find a way back. So Barbie, Barbie could still be alive. And maybe it's a way out, which is probably the more important thing, but I digress. Um, Lyle and uh, Sam have a little chat, and by that I mean Lyle says, Melanie. Because apparently he's lost his mind. Melanie. Melanie. That's all he says over and over again. The police found him in the middle of town looking at the obelisk. 
and they brought him here. Lyle, can you hear me? Lyle. Melanie! He didn't recognize me either. That's all he does, eat, sleep, and say Melanie. And no one knows he was inside the dome? No one even knows his name. He didn't have a wallet. Something must have happened to him when he went off that cliff. But you're okay. It's true. Melanie? I don't remember how this plot line goes. I'd say there's a 50% chance Lyle's faking it for some reason, but Lyle's in the mental institution, repeatedly saying Melanie. Sam's there too, uh, looking at him. Uh, Pauline lives there. I, I, I guess Sam can go home at the end of the day. I don't know where he's going to go. I don't think he has money. Uh, I, I was actually wondering what Sam had been doing all day in, uh, <laughs> in uh, Zenith until then, but whatever. Like, do you carry your wallet around with you if you're in the dome and you don't need your uh, driver's license or credit card or cash or anything? I just, I just don't think Sam would have had his wallet when he uh, appeared on the other side. But who knows, maybe old habits die hard. Um, let's see. Oh, so Barbie hangs out with his dad a bit. Um, Barbie does this really annoying thing where, like... Okay, so from Barbie's perspective... He jumped off a cliff, and he ended up in Zenith. So, right there, he has solved the dome problem. As long as he can tell people inside that, you know, you can get out of there if you just jump out of the, off the into the bottomless pit, then everyone can get out of the dome, and who cares that the dome's there? Nobody's in it. Then it's uh, a whole different ballgame. He tells his dad, I need to get to the dome, because his dad is a big, rich, powerful businessman, and he can pull some strings. I assume that you haven't come here to patch things up. You want something from me? A favor. I need you to get me into the dome. For some inexplicable reason, he doesn't tell his dad, I was in the dome, or anything like that. This is easily confirmable, by the way, that Barbie was in the dome. The military's seen him. There's most likely a list of people in the dome somewhere. He's been on the edge of the dome in camera range a lot. If he could just say, hey, I got out, that's a pretty good way to prove there's a way out. And then he could tell the people in town, this is the way out. Um, the other stupid thing was his dad said, The dome coming down is arguably the most significant event in history. The whole world is watching. The National Guard has established a 10-mile no-go zone around the perimeter. And the other half of that is, is a bombed-out wasteland. Yeah, but you've pulled strings before. But not like this. Go to the bombed-out side. Like, what do you care? You aren't going to live there. They, they were very clear to point out last time that it was Moab, the mother of all bombs. It's not radioactive. Like, just drive over there if nobody's guarding it. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was a nice, simple solution there. Um, yeah, anyway, he, he's able to convince his dad. His dad's like a real softy because you can tell he quite loved uh, Barbie's mother. Um, they go into some backstory. Damn bit. Everything I've done in business has been for our family. But you could never have seen that. If you did, you wouldn't have run off and joined the army. I wouldn't have had to pull strings to bring you home from your deployment early. Look, I never asked you to do that. No. Which her mother did. Anyway, Barbie's dad agrees to help him. Also, inexplicably, like, they're walking around their yard. Uh, we find out that there's, like, a hatch in his backyard. Um, we've had enough hatches in this show. We didn't need an actual hatch. It also has a handprint on it, so maybe it's, like, the four 
children of the dome, four hands of the dome can open a hatch. I don't know. Seemed, seemed pretty dumb. Uh, back in Chester's Mill, Big Jim, uh, he memorializes Barbie, uh, starts a candlelight vigil at uh, the diner in town. What are you doing? We're having a memorial for Barbie. Um, I don't know if it was like a budget thing because they need a lot of extras in Zenith, but it's pretty sparsely attended. Maybe like 15 people showed up for Barbie's funeral. Julia isn't even there because she's still at the school. Shouldn't Julia be here? No one can find her. I didn't want to wait, given Barbie's importance to this town. Often he was the only thing standing between this town and disaster. I just wanted to quickly talk about my favorite part of this memorial scene. It's when, just after Big Jim is talking about Barbie and how the, the town has to come together. Now it's time for all of us to come together. Around you. I think it's time for a prayer. Now that doesn't sound so funny, but in actuality, when Rebecca says the town needs to come around you, he doesn't respond to her and then says, all right, time for a prayer. And the townspeople that are in the diner literally circle around Big Jim and he starts doing his prayer. So it's actually quite a funny gag. I have no idea if it was on purpose or not, but it was pretty humorous. Yeah, that's 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 most of the episode. I got through it pretty quick. I'm trying to you know, keep a pretty good pace here. Um, I did want to talk uh, or touch briefly on one of my, uh, or, you know, the big issue for the Toronto Dome, Mega Dome uh, comparison here. There is a way out of domes. It appears that a magic tunnel can be created as a symptom of creating a giant dome and that it will deposit you into a nearby uh, medium to large city. So let's probably Mississauga or something like that. Um, what are the advantages and disadvantages here? So it's not as bad as the other way around. Like if there was a magic tunnel in Mississauga that people could fall into and end up inside the dome, that would be a lot worse because they could bring disease with them. This way around, it's got its own pros and cons. The pro is, you know, you sent Barbie or uh, what, what's the Toronto version of Barbie? <laughs> Xanta. Xanta falls into a tunnel, uh, comes out in Mississauga, and then, uh, you know what, maybe he gets infected, but that's, that's one person. It's, it's, not, uh, it's not the worst thing in the world. The worst thing is, though, it would be very easy for them to tell people inside the Mega Dome uh, that they can just all go into the tunnel themselves. And then, I would guess within a day to a week, the entire town would be outside of the dome. Um, the plus side to this is because this is a federal program and I believe there's really only like one place that people could come out once the first few people exit through the magic tunnels uh, we can uh, what's it called ideally we could just wall it off you know like put concrete all around it but if that doesn't work we can just uh, put armed guards there who will arrest you on site and then um, I don't know. It, it's tough. What could we do? Really what I want to do is bring them over to the dome and say like, hey, we're going to arrest you. Don't go through that uh, portal. Um, however, most people I think would still want to do that as over the past maybe 17 episodes we've done, uh, it's very clear that living in this dome is not something people are going to want to do. So we might have to um, execute them if, they, if we catch them on the other side of the dome. Um, 
So this is this is a real negative once again. It's it's uh, putting the government in a tough spot. It's putting the people in a tough spot. Um, I think we'd have to get around this by being proactive. Um, I think we'd just have to make sure that people know that jumping off bottomless cliffs will kill you 100% of the time uh, and maybe get that out before the dome comes down. Um, there's also the chance that maybe nobody finds these uh, tunnels. Um, they, they, uh, who knows where they'd be. It's they, It would be tied probably to some random art school students' drawings, so fingers crossed there. But uh, yeah, it's, once again, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's been real rough uh, under the dome, comparatively. <laughs> oh boy. All right, well that's that's uh, that's another one uh, rolled up right there. Um, finally, we have somebody who's, who's escaped from the dome. Like if Barbie didn't want to help people out, he could just live the rest of his life carefree. Oh boy, it, you, you just love to see it. Anyway, uh, thanks uh, so much for listening. Uh, and uh, signing off from Chester's Mill. Hey guys. So before we do some out of context clips, there's two scenes in particular I really want to talk to you about. The first one has to do with Barbie and his dad. Uh, Steve did mention that his dad agrees to take Barbie to the dome because of his mom and blah blah blah. But what he didn't really touch on was the fact that half the reason that his dad is taking him is because Barbie finally tells him that he wants to see a girl. Barbie doesn't say he needs to save the town. Barbie basically says that he wants to get a message to Julia. That's it. That's all. Now the whole scene is quite long and boring and I didn't want to put it all in. Basically his dad says, oh Dale you've changed and it's great. But what I want to focus on is this first part here. I guess I owe you the truth about about why I want to get to the dome. I go out on a limb. There's a woman inside it. Yeah, so I know it doesn't seem like much, but when you think about it, we've just had multiple scenes of the dad trying to say, Barbie, what's going on? Why are you hurt? Where have you been? Like, so many questions. But now, all of a sudden, Barbie's like, you know what? I will give you some answers. And the dad's like, about what? I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, what's weird here? And it's like, what? I would have questions. Even if I assumed there was a girl in the dome, I would have questions. I would definitely have questions. So, anyways... This scene is both annoying and over the top and kind of not important to the plot, as far as I can tell, but it's also just really sexist and frustrating because he talks about how great Barbie is now that he's found a woman, and honestly, bleh. Okay, the other scene I want to bring you guys back to is uh, when Barbie, we find out he's alive, he just wakes up in Zenith. Now, because Barbie has no one to talk to, he starts walking around and we obviously follow him around. Uh, eventually, uh, it goes from Barbie to Sam, and we follow Sam until he talks at the mental uh, institution. Now, here's the thing. What Steven didn't say is that that walking around scene that transitions from one to the other takes about two and a half minutes, and during that, there is zero dialogue from Sam or Barbie. So, I have mentioned before how funny the sound editing is in this show, but this was just two and a half minutes of all sound editor. Um, now the whole thing is very, very funny, uh, but I'm just gonna play some of my favorites. So first, when Barbie wakes up in the park. Get down and get down. <laughs> 
Okay, now Barbie is walking around and accidentally someone hits him or he hits them. Unclear why. Whoa! Uh, now we switched to Sam. Uh, he's at the hospital. There's Wilson. So this is just pure gold. Um, there's great moments. Uh, there's repeated uh, uses. This person has clearly never do, been to a park or really a hospital. Um, I mean, you don't have people crying in the hallways. Usually they're, they have their own rooms, things like that. I don't know. The whole sound design is just so, so funny. Okay, and to end it off, let's do a couple out of context clips. What do you see? <laughs> I see a whole lot of dark. You found the egg in the lake where you said it would be. Has my sister been here long? Place like this, time don't exactly mean much. All right, bye.